2: Your dreams come true, where a perilous quest is just a thing you do, so grab your horse and join the crew, down
3: in Mickey's world. Oh, is this cool?
4: Yeah, okay. Hello my good chums, this is your shiny golden knight Archibald Morgan... Katayab. Huh? Katayab, did you write this? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Who else do you think writes this stuff? Vicky? Look, I'll take you. Welcome to Chapter 6 of the City of Cats arc, which was recorded live on our Twitch channel, Vicky's World RPG, on Thursday, the 12th of November 2020. Wait, we're running a little behind. Sorry about that. It's not actually my fault. Um, if you want to listen to our adventures before, they come out in podcast form, and uh, be sure to follow our Twitch channel. Uh, that's Vicky's World RPG and join us on our gorgeous community for the live shows every Thursday evening. So, what happened last episode? Now, basically, I was doing a bang-up job of fixing uh, fixing Special K up after a now-deceased assassin tried to kill him in his sleep. Um, and also, Gwathrin killed a man. Uh, we should never forget that. He's, he's eerily calm about the fact. Uh, but then, then the most incredible thing happened. A magic, metallic, motorised medic walked in and healed him right up. My God, Kataya, this has your paw prints all over it. Uh, Yes, their name was Seeker, and we stayed up all night discussing art history and also kept on the lookout for more murderers. Sally got absolutely hopped up on coffee and gave the university grounds a very shaky once over. Um, And Gwathryn, as I said before, killed a man and fell completely calmly asleep, raising more questions than ever before. The next day, we received a couple of invitations, formulated a plan of action, split the party, as all good D&D teams know is the best thing to do, and hit the streets. But not before Katayab switched outfits with the assassin and donned his mask. Oh, and uh, the local newspaper published a story about Kitayab's death before it even happened. (gasps) That's about it, I think. Now, let's get on with the adventure, shall we? So sit back, relax, pretend that you understand the appeal of poetry, and please enjoy... Vicky's
3: World. Generations ago, the world ended. Forests were torn up, mountains were toppled, and whole lakes were swept away by the power of a furious storm. The only hint of life remaining was the glittering settlement known as the City of Cats. The goddess of cats, Bast drew from the rosy sandstone below her city a vast perimeter wall to protect her faithful from the raging storm, which is walked to this day by members of an exclusive order of guards and protectors known as the Vigilani. Fifty years ago, the storm began to weaken, and enterprising academics and families, under the direction of the old king, Shah Asif Haab, began to seek other survivors beyond the death throes of the apocalypse. But, while adventurers and travellers returned with tales of the strange and wonderful sights beyond the walls, not all was as it seemed in the city of the goddess that never falls. Perhaps someday our heroes will find out more. This week, we rejoin our party as they step out of the school of sunrise into the late morning sunlight. The city is alive around you as you walk through it, You see a father sweep his daughter up into his arms, both laughing brightly. You see a woman hauling a greatsword out of a crate beside her stall, decorated with various assorted glowing constructs. You see a pair of young students hurry past you and into the university buildings, their arguments about the works of a niche philosopher almost drowned out by the jolly music of a band of buskers, three musicians and two dancers, bells and coins on their outfits jingling merrily in time with the music. A flock of sand grouses swoop around the grand statues of cats that curl around public fountains and wells, and a group of camels chew lazily at a bag of grass and grains as their owners tie hefty boxes of gillathan sand to their sides, preparing for a long and dangerous trek through the storm. The city of cats is awake and ready for the day. What would you like to do?
4: I nudge Katara, but I'm like, what's gillathan sand? That looks cool. Or rather, what's with the sand on those
2: camels? Um, it's, uh, I believe, it's a very useful building. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, material. Um, it can be mixed on site into a very nice cement, and it's breathable and insulates buildings very nicely. Is, is he making that, Vicky? <laughs>
3: it's a good question. We're sponsored uh, by Galatian Sands. <laughs> <laughs> <That was just laughs> uh, Beautiful uh, advertisement. Roll Insight Archie, and. Uh, could have either roll persuasion or deception, depending on whether you're telling the truth. So what is
2: it well, called when I, I... It's an educated guess, so I don't think I'm um, bullshitting.
4: Uh, I rolled an eight.
3: Lovely. I He's probably the, telling you the truth. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> this dude, your best mate, is fucking lying to you about sand. What the shit? That's hurtful.
4: <laughs> yeah, And uh, Archie just looks really disappointed. He's like, okay, uh, I guess I'll... Uh, I'll No further questions. Let's go.
1: Okay. And he
4: just shakes does his the mer- head. It's does like, the dude on the vibe. camel just
1: correct him? He's like, <laughs> actually, we just really like sand here. <laughs> uh, go ahead, if you'd like, Archie, you can roll a history
3: check to see if you can figure out slash remember why so. people might be trekking about with boxes full of sand.
4: Not getting any help from a fucking friend, am I? That's a, that's a 13.
3: With a thirteen, you would remember that one of the uh, one of the most sought after commodities in the city of Summers is glass, and so you suspect that the uh, transport of sand in order to be made into glass is a really big uh, economic uh, kind of profit opportunity here. And I th- you would also go back from... to um,
4: House Hake, and I think ah, they used to make a lot of glass. Someone should write a cool horror story about them. He thinks to himself.
1: guys if it's vicky if in doubt it's glass
2: yeah i should have known
4: (laughs) i'm (laughs) gonna make
1: that an educated guess every time she's like hey this weird word and this weird thing on a camel i'll be like glass glass time (laughs) Uh, you'll probably be
4: right i take offense on your behalf vicky to suggest that the (laughs) majority of your world building is glass related that is an outrageous
1: A large portion of it is uh
3: yeah maybe Uh, it's glass and lesbians and that's pretty much all all I care about. That's all meet, I care to establish. Can't wait One to meet a glass, to glass <laughs> <something. lesbians. Yes. laughs>
4: Great minds,
3: Sasha, great minds. Yeah. This is know. quite incredible. I'm very excited if you go to a certain place. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, you would also <laughs> know, you would also know, uh, Kutayab, from uh, the maps you've seen uh, and your time as a vigilani. Uh, that to the east of the uh, city of Cats uh, is a vast swathe of desert called the Galatha Desert. That's Among other things, uh, that's where there are a whole load of stories about kind of kingdoms, uh, portals through to the kingdoms of the genie lords sitting. uh, But mostly people tend to just about be able to trek out there, brave the storm Mm. and haul in enough glass to uh, uh, or enough sand to make profitable glass. But it's a risky job.
4: It's just fucking sand, man. Come on. I I hear Katib's brazen lie and I go, okay, (laughs) cool. Okay, you're going through some stuff. Why don't we go to this meeting? Maybe let's let's take let's take a walk. See if that
2: calms you down. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've realized this yet, but I never really came into the city that much, bro.
4: I I did not realize that. No, not e- yeah. not even as a vigilante.
2: No, my territory in that sense was the walls around the outside, and it's all making sense now. I I think that's where they preferred me if not even further, hence right. why I got banished.
4: I lean in a bit close, and I'm just like, why Why is everyone so weird about you
2: here? I don't know, man. Like, I'm not that bad, am I? I'm pretty... Oh, I thought I was fine. a cool guy. You are a cool guy. I'm I'm a big fan. I don't get it.
4: There's something going on here. It's not because yeah, of you, it's them.
2: No, there's a lot that I haven't been told. And uh, it makes sense now. Every time I was in the city... People's eyes were watching me in a way that was like I didn't belong here or they were waiting for me to leave before they could act normal again.
4: So, like, I mean, you you mean everywhere in the city? Was there nowhere where people would chill?
2: Hey, uh, in the evenings when everyone's guard was down a bit, I had a bit of fun in the marketplace. There was a few of the older ladies took a shine to me. Uh, I had a nice time and I have a few friends, but... (laughs) No one of any status or authority
4: that's so weird. I don't get it. I like yeah, I'm used right. to being a snob. Trust me been doing it for nineteen years. I don't understand it. I don't know what's going on here.
2: yeah, well, look uh, at some point, I'd love to go back to my father and just squeeze him a bit more. He didn't tell me much.
4: yeah, we'll go and squeeze big Pete. Don't worry about it. all right all right this let's mask go. is we-
2: this mask is getting stuffy. Can we keep moving?
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot you're wearing the creepy assassin mask, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I should be talking like this, should really. uh, um,
4: That'll be great for audio. Okay, we we head through the marketplace towards our destination.
5: Yeah, let's That's go. It.
3: So uh, remind me. So uh, Archie and Kataya, but you two wanted to go and speak to Rania, Shining Glass, and yeah. Gwathron, and Sally wanted to go and speak to Tahira. As is that right? Yep. Lovely. All right. So, could I have uh, Gwathryn and Katayeb, please roll me an initiative check? Sure. You're not going to fight anyone. It's just to see who we go to first. Hey, we might fight someone. You very much <laughs> probably
5: will fight someone. It's an someone.
2: 11 from Katayeb.
5: Lovely that's a two from
1: what well in that case he's dragging me because i've got all the coffee in my veins still (laughs) and i've just passed out and he's just got me by the ankle but he's much smaller than me so it's um, it's taking some time and i'm just like my face is on the floor dragging in the mud and i'm like i've got a date tonight (laughs)
3: <laughs> i'm psyched your belts keep catching on things no. as well
1: <laughs> it's like when you have headphones in and they catch on all the doorknobs yeah. it's like oh that with oh my belt, i hate I'm that like, yeah. boom.
0: the worst me, thing
4: me and katay just watched them drag each other across the, the square <laughs> yeah. we're like they're gonna be that? okay right katay yeah uh, they'll, they'll be okay no.
2: i'm kind of <laughs> glad they're not with us now
4: <laughs> we see we see yeah. sally's head like bump over a rock and i'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I guess they'll be okay. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> we head good. down
1: down the, some stairs. My <laughs> head hits every single stair.
5: I'm just like pushing Ouch. along Ouch. with my Ouch. bow staff. Just like... Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. Just rolling a, like a
3: broom. I love let's, it. Let's
4: focus on our journey. How about that, guitar? <laughs> let's head
3: to... <laughs> uh, so we uh, go across the city where a few minutes later we join Archie and Gitaib as they uh, find the location that was marked out on the Manadee's letter This is a small, fairly empty tea house near the outskirts of the central city. Uh, It seems to have a beautifully painted sign overhead, which announces its name as the Daughter's Story. As you step into the cafe, you can see it's brightly decorated, with murals all across every wall detailing a series of scenes uh, containing heroic figures, beautiful landscapes and enchanted artefacts. You can see Manadi Rania Shining Glass, the tabaxi priest, is sat comfortably at one of the plush seats in the far corner. For all that this tea house is empty, it seems it is apparently not pushed for comfort, with every single colourful cushion in here looking as if it might swallow you up at any moment. There's also a plump tabby tabaxi behind the counter, which is stacked precariously high with pastries, sweets, cakes, and different signs and slates detailing a huge variety of teas and coffees. Uh, there is also a small construct made from pink sandstone, which carefully potters across the tea shop, uh, cleaning some tables.
2: And it's empty apart from Rania, did you say? Mm-hmm.
3: Rania nice. and this tabaxi.
4: When you say a construct, do you mean like the warforged forged from before?
3: Uh, similar In a similar vein, uh, but this thing doesn't seem to be uh, as tall or as ornate. This thing is sort of maybe the size of a halfling or a small dwarf, uh, made of kind of rounded stones that are joined together uh, by this glowing and delicately woven golden yeah. magic. That's just a
2: uh, code construct.
3: Possibly, or very likely at least.
2: So it's nice and empty. I don't feel like it's unsafe here.
3: No.
4: I
2: might, I might um, put my hand up to the server. My friend, we have a tourist here. Make a nice platter of uh, desserts for us, huh? Oh,
3: wonderful.
2: um, And then we go and join Rania, Archie. Yeah, I look
4: over my shoulder for the tourist and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: As you walk past this series of murals, uh, Kataya, would you like to make me a history check to see if you can see any uh, through lines or any themes of what these stories might be from? Mm
2: -hmm. That's uh, nine
3: Nine. Okay, this is a fairly well-known story. Uh, you can't ex- uh, recall any specific tales in within the tale, as it were. Uh, but as you take a look around, you can uh, recognize that these are scenes from one of the most famous stories in the city of cats. Uh, these are scenes from uh, the tale of the Manatee's daughter. Uh, this is a tale also known as the Thousand Nights um and uh, it's one that uh that inspires the manatee order quite strongly uh if you would like to you can tell the story or you can leave it to me whichever you prefer
2: it didn't involve uh well no it did involve a lot of genies didn't it uh maybe Katib starts talking and then vicky's voice can take over I love it. Um, Does Archie show any curiosity? Does he? Is he looking at oh, the murals? Yeah. He sees yeah. those
4: murals. And he's like, well, famous people in nice paintings. Sign me up, baby. This is my jam.
2: Uh, I'll say to him, ah, uh, oh, you like the murals, huh?
4: Yes. I mean, this reminds me of the, and he, he looks sad for a second, uh, the various uh, paintings that I, that, that, uh. the that, that lots of the houses have had, had in the city of Summers.
2: Buddy, don't worry. Someone's gonna carve you out of gold one day. But uh, this here, oh,
4: he does a little, he does a little, little wobble. It's like, yeah, man, you're a hero. Uh,
2: But these here, yeah, they depict one of the city of Cats most famous stories. It's pretty much what defines this place. It's our uh, telling of how the storm began to die. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, it goes a little something like this.
3: Generations ago. Oh, it's that that one.
2: No, I I have heard this one
4: so many times. Uh, uh, The world was torn apart by a furious storm. Mountains were... No, not that one. Not not that one. Lakes were removed and everyone shit themselves. I I think think that's that's one and, and then Archie.
1: there was a big wall. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Um... I'm not even there. I'm across the city somewhere, like <laughs> mouthful of rocks going, big wall.
3: <laughs> uh no. Kataya begins to tell you this story. Uh generations ago. Uh, The genie lords of the Galatha Desert sent a great creature of hot wind and fury to batter against the walls of the city, demanding a sacrifice of Bast's favourite treasured person each night or it would destroy the city in the morning. Every night the city sent brave warriors and devout priests and the cleverest scholars and each time the storm devoured them and demanded a new treasure to sate its greed. And when hope seemed lost, the daughter of Amanade stepped up the very Manadee who had been choosing the treasures with shaking hands. He forbade her from going, and instead told the king that there was nobody else he could think of to send, and they must wait for the storm's vengeance they had lost enough. The Manadee's daughter, in secret, climbed the walls herself that night, and, as this storm approached, she spoke up, shouting her words against the wind. "'Before you devour me, O fury of the scorned lords of the djinn!' Permit me one tale of my people, that my words may dwell forever in your great and furious being. And, because the storm was a vain storm, it permitted the clever young woman one story before she too was devoured. So she spoke, and she told a tale of adventure and exploration, of a young orphan boy who dreamed of being a rich elder, and a scheming royal advisor who sent him in search of a magic lamp and the princess he sought to wed. But before the tale ended, she ceased. "'I'm grown too tired by your magnificence tonight, O fury of the djinn. I cannot speak the end of the tale.' And the storm, who had been enjoying the tale very much, hungered for more of her words. "'Rest then, mortal,' said the storm. "'And tomorrow you will tell me the end of your tale, and then I will devour you.' But the next night was the same the manatee's daughter told another story, weaving her words clear and clever in the face of the roaring winds, and, just as before, as her tale was nearing its end, she told the storm that she grew too tired to continue, and the storm, who was frustrated and intrigued in equal measure, bade her rest and return for the end of the tale the next night, and then the inevitable devouring. Thusly it continued... Each night, the manatee's daughter telling a story, speaking her words against the wind, and each night, the storm listening closer. Until, the night after her one-thousandth tale, the Manadee's daughter climbed the walls once more, and began to speak her final story. The storm, which had, by now, become obsessed by every word she spoke, drew closer and quieter, desperate to hear her story. But... The words she had spoken every night into the storm, against the storm's winds, had been slowly unravelling the vortex of relentless winds and furious heat, like a weaver picks apart woven cloth. Each one of the millions of words she had spoken, she had spoken against the flow of the winds, and each night, minutely, the storm had grown quieter, until, on this final night, it was but a gentle breeze, a breath that drew close enough to brush the walls in an effort to hear her. Upon finding itself unable to do anything more than lift a pebble, the storm was horrified, but it was too late. The clever Manatee's daughter spoke her final words, and the storm was nothing but air, which she trapped in a silver bottle and carried home, never to be opened again. And in this way, the furious storm was destroyed by a clever storyteller, and thus the Thousand Knights were born the earliest being personally trained by that brilliant woman herself. Doesn't that sound about right, Rania? Uh, yes, good telling. Wait, so hold on. It's knights with a K. Uh, no, it's... it's you just with an they,
4: M. You just said they were trained.
3: Not Ni- Yes, the we with... are. We're a bardic guild. Most of us,
4: at least. Oh, So can you spell the word knights for me, please? I'm confused.
3: Yes. N I G. H T. Oh well, that's what I thought it was. And yes, then you said that this. Is. You don't train an evening, do you? No, but it is because she spoke for a thousand nights.
2: Archie, 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 relax, man. <laughs> Language is a malleable, flexible thing, my friend. You got to learn how to play with it. Oh, well, it's nice that you're
4: so chill all of a sudden. Whoa, what a <laughs> what a development this is. I just got really excited. I thought it was going to be a thousand nights with swords. It's okay. There was a great story. I loved it. It was really good. One question though. One question. So, <laughs> ask away. Second. So, first night tells a great story, leaves it with a cliffhanger, right? I'm with you so far. Second night, presumably she finishes the first story, right? In about ten minutes.
3: Uh, no, she starts a new story.
4: But then the, the storm's going to be like, hey, uh, yeah, nice one. But I want to know what happens with the first story, mm. please.
2: Yeah, but all the stories are really cleverly connected. It's like one story would finish. And then you'd be like, hey, remember that guy in that first story? Don't you want to know what happened to him next? Ah. And then you're like, oh, it's like a sequel. But There's like on, a right? cat
4: in the first story, just like on the windowsill. And then the second story starts with the cat's perspective. And then I see, and now I'm with you. Because yeah. I was kind of like, how do you do so many cliffhangers and not pay them off? But you kind of weave more cliffhangers throughout. I'm with you. I've got you. Yeah. No further. Some questions. narratives manage it. Mm. Every ending, Archie, is a new beginning. Sure, but also every ending is you get killed by a massive storm. So I was wondering how you avoided that. It sounds It sounds great. I
2: love it. Great story. Great, great telling. And, uh, and with that, what can we do for you, Rania?
4: Oh, yeah. He- hello, Rania.
2: I'm sure you read the paper this morning. And I take my mask off. I look around and I
3: take my mask off. Ah, I had thought it was you. Yes, not only banished, but now apparently dead. Your list of accolades grows, Mr. Khan.
2: Well, I'm a bit like a, a swollen tick on your chin. You can't just pull me off. You have to wait till I'm finished. Archie dry heaves. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I'm, I'm going
4: gonna, I'm gonna to get some tea. Should, should we get, did you all want some tea? Oh, the tea's
2: coming, my friend. Relax. Okay, I'll stay. <sighs>
3: Uh, Renny beckons a paw and uh, bids you to, you know, take a seat, make yourselves comfortable. Um, and uh, she too is is going to politely not comment. <laughs> um, so she sits forward and she says, I was hoping to see you and your friends. Has there been some kind of uh, problem?
2: Uh, well, it seems since my death, I've been more in demand than ever. My other two friends are representing our cause somewhere else right now.
3: I see. Well, I hope that they will be safe without you. You will certainly be safe without them here. You have nothing to fear from me, nor from Bramble. Uh, And she nods her head towards the uh, plump tabaxi, who is at this moment preparing a whole golden plate full of uh, cakes and treats.
2: That is such a precious name for a tabaxi. (laughs)
4: Bramble!
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: good to know. I'm feeling a bit more safe since we left the university, but how much danger am I in here? What's going on, Rania?
3: Well, if I knew I would tell you, but I can only piece together uh, hints. Our guild was recently struck by the assassination of our former leader. I recall telling you this, Uh, but this has placed something of a uh, dagger in the delicate workings of my investigations. You see, I suspect we may be looking at a citywide conspiracy...
2: Hmm, another one,
5: huh?
3: I think they may all be connected. See, uh, for the last few years, I have been researching the disappearances of children. Missing children are found, returned to their family, and then bad luck befalls them soon after. House fires, floods, structural damage even. I have three studies here, and I have been researching many more, but these are the three that I have been certain have something strange going on she pulls out uh three uh sketches uh one is of a uh, little nine-year-old girl uh one is of a uh a little human uh one is of a mid probably mid teenagers uh kind of half-elf uh, and one is a little uh toddler human boy, maybe around five. Uh, she points to the, the nine-year-old girl, Sketch, and she says, this is Norkatan. She disappeared ten years ago, shortly after being shortlisted for a Young Poets Award. She was found by the Harists three months later, and that night, her family, including her, perished in a house fire. Oh. Uh-huh. This one, Uh, she points to the 15-year-old half-elf, disappeared four years ago, their name Asmi Erakat. Uh, They were adopted from the streets by a beneficiary fund for orphans. They were being kept in one of their safe houses, a small orphanage which was rendered unusable after she disappeared and the orphanage discovered foundational cracks which rather swiftly brought the roof down on the rest. And this poor boy. Another street orphan. He disappeared fourteen years ago, only a few weeks after being cured of a particularly nasty bout of red-fly fever that still left scarring all across his arms. He reportedly drowned, shortly after being found, in a deep part of Truth River, apparently. The part that goes through the merchant's district, you know, after falling in. His body was never recovered but two eyewitnesses claimed he fell in and simply never surfaced again Uh, the thread tying all of these together unfortunately is the saeed family asme was found by the beneficiary fund for orphans run by the saeeds rifat the young boy uh, his eyewitnesses were two medics from the saeed red five fever relief effort and nor well, that Young Poets Award was sponsored by Fakir Saeed himself all of these children that I have not just here but the lists of them uh, they went missing from less well-off families no noble children or at least children from rich families and parents have gone missing uh, many of them or their families who are left behind accounted benefiting from uh, the Merchant Prince's charity or working for him this is what I have found, my friend.
2: And you connect this to me?
3: No. Well, I was taking a look at your paperwork last night, Kitayab, or the records that the are uh, by the basis of our societal contract as priests, have on you. And the co-signatory on your banishment order was Merchant Prince Fakiri Said.
2: Every time I hear that name...
3: (sighs) I don't know what you've discovered, and perhaps that is a discussion for another time, but it seems to tie into my investigations, and so I must ask a very difficult thing from you. And you, Archie. I can only act in a limited way as a Amanity as a member of the priesthood and as a citizen of the city. But you two are freer, especially now that you are a dead man. I know this is a difficult thing to ask, so take your time to think it through, but somebody needs to get into that vault. And I thought who better to ask than two men who, in a week or so, will be free of the city forever.
4: Oh my God, is what? What's her pronouns? She, uh, yeah, she's giving us a
2: heist, Katayab. Let's do a heist, Katayab.
4: I whisper in your ear.
2: I know, dude. This sounds fucking awesome, but yeah, this uh, sounds
4: so so uh, legit. Let's pretend we're not interested or that we're we're <laughs> conflicted. Just, we just will, show. as
3: you guys are deciding whether or not you want to do this cool <laughs> heist, let's pause for now so you can have a moment to think about it.
4: We, and we, we, we look at David. each other and we're like, mm, mm. "That's gonna cost you." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: across across the city, Gwathmson goes, <laughs>
3: <laughs> pokes his head up like a meerkat, <laughs> senses
5: something on the winds, like. <laughs> Uh, My skills will be needed. (laughs) (laughs) Very possibly.
3: Uh, Meanwhile, Gwathryn, you and Sally are making your way uh, to the Jaboa's Tale, a charming luxury hotel with wide, arching walkways and sprawling verdant gardens where peacocks, swagger and fountains glitter. The attendant that greets you politely at the reception area leads you both through the jasmine-centred corridors to a shaded area of the garden, where you see Tahira Asphor, the elegant grandmother of Awa, the aggrieved bride, sitting and sipping tea. She wears a light blue thorb and twisting silver embroidery covers it and her jewellery matches effortlessly including the small silver ring in the shape of a running horse on her little finger. Tahira smiles at the two of you and uh, bids you to sit down.
5: Um, I roll I bought a series of thin uh, wooden like um, cylinder log things that I've been rolling Sally on progressively
1: <laughs> I uh, surf the logs <laughs> <laughs>
5: what an entrance <laughs>
1: this is a luxury hotel I whisper to Gwathron. <laughs> We've got to say that that's how we travel in the city of summers. We've already convinced everybody about the belts and the butt slapping. Thank I you. reckon we can make this happen.
3: Uh, this is a luxury hotel, guys, I will point out. Uh, so the attendant will roll you for you. <laughs>
5: oh. <laughs> in which case, I'm going I'm yes. to get out all of my other logs and also lay down on them. <laughs>
3: Poor, <laughs> poor, uh bellhops and attendants are called in to roll these two absolute idiots on these small logs. You turn up on time, but by the time you actually arrive in the garden, you are twenty minutes late because you are just lying there and getting moved like construction oh, stone. I love it for a prehistoric period. As, as
5: I stand, I, I pat each of the bellboys on the butt very um, strongly.
1: Respectfully. I give them each a belt but I snap it in a sexy way each time I do yeah. <laughs> uh, all of these attendants
3: uh, well let's, let's I'm going to roll, roll how initiative. Well you're, in, you're
5: in a conflict, you're in a fight there's yeah. <laughs> Vicky's limit there it is oh, uh-huh. uh, uh, three, <laughs> uh,
3: three of them uh, three of them uh, nod politely but one of them slaps your ass right back yes oh. And he gives you a little wiggle of the brows. He gives you a wink oh. as he walks away throwing oh. one of these logs over his shoulder.
5: Why has he got my log?
3: Oh, Is you're it... going to have to come and get it back from him, it seems.
0: Okay, Ooh.
3: Fine. <laughs> Ooh, Gone too well. Just um, some
5: classic log flirting. Good.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> what can you say you gave him wood okay so you guys sit down Whoa. with Tahira
4: I know really, I know oh. I, I can't believe okay. you tried I to know. get away with it. that keep moving. I think
1: that, that I think that deserved more <laughs> <laughs> I do
3: so uh, you guys sit down with Tahira Aspore. for she uh, smiles elegantly uh, and uh, encourages you to help yourselves to uh, the tea and the kind of light refreshments that are being served it's all very elegant very refined there's individual pieces of pomegranate that's how you know it's classy Um, and uh, Tahira looks uh, between the two of you and says I was expecting more
5: that's a rude comment on my height
3: no I meant in terms of number Uh, but I presume she only invited me and Dan Uh, Mm -hmm. me and rather. she said you and your friends
5: yeah, she invited. She invited me. And... I
3: thought, oh, she yeah. Says, well, are no we worries, we, no we had bu- my, uh,
5: my friends had business elsewhere.
3: Ah, I see. Well, I hope they are well. Uh, no matter. Um... One of
1: them's dead. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're spreading that rumor around. So nice. I thought that'd be a good idea. Nice. Yeah. So no, have you sorry. not seen the papers? Yeah. And by so el- and By
5: elsewhere, I meant one of them has business in the afterlife.
1: Yeah. I good save,
3: good so save,
5: good nudge, sorry. In my, my head, I'm like, dead. good save, good save, good save.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am so sorry. This must be such a difficult time
1: for the both of you. Please, please, take as long as you need.
5: I, I didn't know him that well.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you know. I take a second and then I'm like, thank you. That is all the time I need. We're good.
5: Okay.
1: I right. want
3: to Thank, keep thank you, you for the invitation.
1: Anytime. Uh...
3: It was uh, I, I had a nice time with the two of you at my granddaughter's wedding. For all that, it ended very unfortunately. Mm. Uh, meeting the two of you was a highlight. Um, in fact, I thought that we uh, we aligned on a couple of issues. So I, um, well, I thought I would bring to you my concerns. Mm. See, we um, we in the city must all prioritize what is best for the city. I am sure that. Uh, In your homes you do the same, and you feel the same way. Sometimes you must put uh, personal concerns aside for the goodness of uh, the majority. There are some people here who are, unfortunately, keen to disregard that in favour of selfish concerns. What is the price, really, of us staying here in the light of the goddess, for the safety that she provides us? As far as I am concerned, we have an obligation to pay that back in kind, but there are others who do not feel the same way. A group of, well, I do not wish to throw accusations about, but I will call it as it is. Thieves. They have infiltrated the Manadi, and they go about spreading lies and accusations, and trying to get close to important people. There are details of scandalous affairs that have been leaked to the press. Accusations have been flung about regarding affairs only a manady might be informed about. I believe this group has something to do with what happened at my granddaughter's wedding to poor Samir. I believe they intend to frame him for this robbery. He clearly did not do it, and use that... uh, Ability to catch him or uh, find evidence against him to ingratiate themselves with the Saeeds. In doing so, they intend to get into their vault. And what is in that vault is for the Saeeds alone to deal with. As such, I bring this to you. Considering your external status, it is possible that uh, you would be permitted to act in ways that those of us with citizenship here might find a little shadowy. I would ask you please investigate this group of thieves for the Said family and safeguard their treasures. Catch the real thief and keep the city safe. You would have the gratitude of the Guild of the White Horse in doing so. And I don't need to tell you that we are some of the most... Influential members in the city. That is my request. You would be rewarded handsomely. Money, favours, whatever you wish.
5: Yeah, I can't stand thieves. Anyone who operates outside the law, no.
1: I
3: thought as much.
5: Not having it.
1: So by thieves, do you mean the information leak that you've got going on? Or have specific items gone missing?
3: What do you mean the information? Oh, as in them telling as people. As in, I see. yeah, because
1: you, you're saying that affairs have been disclosed. My
3: understanding is that uh, nothing else has been stolen that is of any great value. There have been papers going missing, uh, official records accessed outside official time slots and whatnot. Uh, there have been... Uh, Yes, information has gone missing. Uh, But in terms of valuable items, I believe this is all part of a ploy, a ladder to climb right into the vault of the Saeeds.
5: I don't think we need to worry about information being missing. It's not very useful or valuable or powerful information, really.
3: Oh, my friend, I'm afraid that is where you are wrong. As I am so often fond of saying to my friends and colleagues, knowledge is power. Ah. And hmm. information is also power.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs>
5: that should be a saying or something, shouldn't it, really? Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. So you want us to look into this uh series of unfortunate thievery events. Sure, that's a way of expressing that. <laughs> Precisely.
3: <laughs> I would appreciate it greatly if you would investigate the uh, breaches of records and so on, mm. see what r- rumours you could hear and see if you can dig up those sources and perhaps check in with the Saeed family themselves. I would be more than happy to give you my personal endorsement if you wish to apply to work for them in a more direct manner. I understand that not all of your number is given to subtlety.
5: What? What's? Uh, what, what's your relationship in all this? Why are you concerned?
3: My relationship... Well, the Saeeds are a good family, and we are good friends. And, to be entirely honest with you, once people start to aim for the Saeeds and take them down, it's not long before the Asphors follow. There must be some upholding of order in the city, some respect for those who have worked hard and earned what they have. You cannot have thieves, infiltrating the priesthood and you certainly cannot have them infiltrating precious family vaults
5: mm. yeah yeah i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying mm. legit 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 makes sense yeah
3: mm. so what do you think uh, unless you have any more questions i will very happily uh happily take your yes or no answer
5: i think we might have to consult with our uh is it just me and Hersh and me and Sally that she's asking, or was she say- was she saying the whole group? Uh,
3: she, you know, that you could have brought your friends, and she would okay. probably be fine with you including them. Uh, okay. But if you if you want to ask her, she'll say yes, but just the four of you, no others.
5: Three, three, well, three, three now. Oh,
3: of course. My apologies. How it's unfortunate. Dead. <clears throat> see, they yeah. must treat death a little bit differently in the city of Summers. Perhaps it is more common there.
1: We deal with our grief very whimsically, hence the logs. Um, I see. It's how we grieve. Um, I've got a small clown car outside. (laughs) Yeah. Expect a lot of whoopee cushions. Um, It's because we're sad.
5: Yeah. There's a lot of ritualised butt slapping as well. Yes. I see. Highly ceremonial.
1: I
3: think perhaps I prefer how they do things here. Yes.
5: How do you guys do it?
3: Oh, we have a vigil. We... Uh, prepare the body. Obviously, we contact family and friends. We have a service celebrating their life and entrusting their soul
1: to the goddess. And uh, we tell almost no one, but we behave really oddly, so everyone knows something's off. I see. I see.
5: Which, to be honest, is quite a lot like everyday life. Yes, yeah, yeah. that
3: does not seem like such a change for you, no? No. no.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, Clearly, we've we're... lost a lot of friends very recently. <laughs> Uh, she
3: she laughs delicately and says well I um, I apologise if this was an insensitive request during your grief
5: can she tell we're just being being a bit silly silly and fun Uh,
3: yeah she rolled an insight check earlier uh, which was an 8 and she just rolled an insight check now and it was a natural 20 So uh, yeah, actually, do you know what? Do you guys want to roll a a deception check to try and put uh, across that you are just joking around Mm. and you don't have any real secrets? You don't have anything real to hide. Uh, Oh okay,
5: yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Oh my, okay. I rolled a fifteen, but I for some reason have a plus six to deception, so (laughs) it's a (laughs) twenty-one.
3: Finally, finally, (laughs) Sally's weirdly weird stats come (laughs) into play. That's so good. That's so good. (laughs) It's the
4: strangest character choice for a a wizard. wizard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but imagine if I chose normally. It wouldn't be a character. Your
4: character is decidedly non-charismatic by your own choice, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but then I roll well or I roll medium and then I add stuff and it works.
4: Yeah, so your stats are going in direct conflict with how you've designed your character.
3: I think that charisma can know. often be used to indicate how good people are at either, like, manipulating people or how strong someone's force of personality is. That's why intimidation's in there. It's not necessarily have that a you're strong a charming personality. personality. Right. But, like, you know when she's in a room.
5: That's true. And, like, popular, popular culture is, like, littered with awkwardly charming people. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, there's mm. tropes for men and women. She's got the Hugh
3: Grant that. energy. Like, yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. I was thinking more Mr. Bean, but... yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, hey. Oh, <laughs> says to uh, Mr.
5: Bean. <laughs> Mr. Mr. A, Bean is not charismatic. What a burden. Yes, he,
3: is, he is. Uh, No,
4: Mr. Bean's a. Dick. Mr. Bean is is the stats that Sally has rolled. As in, like, no, no charisma, but people have... weirdly will be like, all right, I guess him. I'll do what Forgive. you want. Here's I'm, my baby. I'm
3: stepping right on in here. We shit on Sasha so much, and she has just maintained the uh, ruse that is probably going to keep Kataya safe in this city, where people yeah. have a legitimate reason to want to kill him. So I will say yeah. that this weird statting, she takes the hits when combat is difficult for her, and her saves are absolutely garbage. I absolute couldn't cast garbage. the spell for shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She takes the hit, so she deserves this win. Hey, yeah. I,
4: I'm not taking the win away. It's just weird, and I'm gonna call that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Well, that's
3: fair enough. So,
1: uh. When has it ever been normal? Like, (laughs) I I feel like the the normal would be weird if I was like, ah, thank you, hello. And of course, we will take this thing, and here are some really normal questions that I will ask. It's not gonna
3: happen. These two did roll in here on logs. I'm gonna roll in on logs, and then I'm gonna (laughs) die with intense (laughs) eye contact. Like, what? (laughs) What are you gonna do? Uh, so as Tahira looks between the two of you and says, so, what is your answer?
1: i'd like a really clear brief as to what we're doing here so you would like us to find out who stole this ring and who's been stealing your info and stuff yes but you don't have a huge amount to go on but you can recommend us to the family yes so we can go and investigate the family basically as in like what what's what's dodgy in that house because we think the leak is coming from that
5: house
3: uh well okay i think that they are targeting that house
5: yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have we'll have to talk to our one remaining colleague, but uh, mm. I don't I don't see why that wouldn't be a problem. I mean, it sounds like you've got plenty of resources to offer us. Certainly, if you know if you, if you know what I mean.
1: Do you have any ideas as to who it might be or why that particular family might be being targeted?
3: The Saeeds yeah. are possibly the most successful uh, and rich family in the city of Cats beneath the king they often have his ear and uh, invariably have fingers in many many sources of milk
1: i thought you were gonna say many ears <laughs>
3: <laughs> that too they could they could uh they, they have a great deal of influence on this city and as far as i'm concerned mm. uh, they are a force for good with the charitable efforts they undertake, with the upholding of the uh, the, the values of the city of cats and the goddess, uh, I believe that uh, they have sacrificed a great deal more than many will ever know.
5: Now, now listen, I might just be a humble monk with very little knowledge about how power works, but are there any families or factions who would be against the Saeeds at this point?
3: nobody would make it explicit, not even the most headstrong of the other merchant princes. Uh, But uh, if you wanted to take an ask around, I would look for anybody who has a reason to be aggrieved with the Saeeds, anybody who has a reason to uh, covet what they have in their vault, uh, which I Mm. suppose could be the whole city, but still.
1: Anything dodgy about the
5: Saeeds?
3: Dodgy, no. They are an upstanding
1: group of people.
3: They are... Strongly loyal to the city and to the goddess.
5: Well, I think uh I think um we'll, we'll I mean we'll go consult with uh, Sir Archie, our final uh, member Remaining of our party. Yeah dude. We see the, uh, Yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> if he's still around, Jesus. We've been <laughs> dropping that flies. Oh, yeah. Mr. Khan's cousin. <laughs>
3: what well Jesus. I will
5: leave you to it.
1: <laughs> but if you if you do put a good word in for us. At the Sayeds, so we can go and visit them. That would be great. Yeah,
5: and what's what's this? What's the running? Do we have a little account for running expenses if we take this on?
1: Uh,
3: why don't you spend things up front and then submit me your expenses after?
5: We'll I... invoice. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, what? And uh, if we if we uncover this uh, conspiracy, this little plot, these people who might be uh, moving against these Saeeds, what what's uh, what's the reward we get for this for the, for our time and efforts, our expertise?
3: Well, it depends on uh, how it goes in the end, you know, how much you've had to risk, how much that you've already been able to reclaim from whatever else these thieves have taken. Uh, But Mm. it is no question that you will be looking at four figures.
5: Wicked. And what um, could you, I think an introduction to the sides would be most appreciated. It sounds like the place to start. Maybe we should go. Check out their uh, their security. Check out. um, Have a little word with the servants. You know, have that sort of uh, little look into things. Maybe look at the vault if that's interesting. Possibly.
3: Of course. Well, uh, I don't know if they will let you directly in, but uh, she. Sure. Uh, she snaps her fingers and uh, from beneath the table next to her uh, potters out another small construct this one made of very elegant brass and gold inlay um, and from within its mouth uh, prints essentially uh, a small letter of recommendation that she uh, um, kind of wax stamps with a signet ring and then hands over to you, Gwathryn. Um, and she says, This is a letter of endorsement from my own personal supply. And take this to the Saeeds and they will know that I have sent you.
5: Much obliged.
1: Your robot is really cool. Thank you.
3: His name is Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> We return to uh, Kataib and Archie. The two of you who've been given a moment just to think about it. Uh, Bramble's uh, little construct has beetled over uh, to refill your tea. Um, and Rania is sat forward and awaiting your answer.
4: And in order to... Because I want to like prolong this moment so that she gets more and more like excited and antsy. I go, what uh, what tea is this we're drinking, uh, good construct?"
3: uh the construct goes Brr.
4: I'm sorry I don't speak uh construct Brr. Hey uh Bra- Bramble my friend oh, what, what are we drinking yes. here
3: Oh how exciting well uh, she comes over and uh she seems to be uh, a lady in maybe her kind of mid 50s uh and uh, she's a a, a tabaxi lady in her mid-50s and she claps her paws together excitedly as she begins to explain to you all these different teas. She says this is a jasmine tea and then this one is a mint tea. Uh, I thought that these were, I would give you little sample cups so you could see if you liked Mm -hmm. them and if you do not then no worries, no problem we can take them back. There's also a mango tea, a strawberry and mango tea (gasps) that I very much enjoy. I like that one very much. I've also just brought a saucer of milk because I don't really know that much about how, you know, things, things happen in other uh, cities, but I thought there was no harm in trying that. Eh, Are you you, uh, well, my friend? It is rare for us to see new faces here.
4: I I lean over and I lap lap the milk from the saucer, (laughs) wondering if that is an appropriate thing to do. I I nod. I nod in approval. (laughs) She (laughs) Uh, watches
3: and and is delighted.
4: I take a sip of the mango tea, mango and strawberry tea, and I say, mm, mm, mm. Very good, Bramble. Very good. Oh, thank you. So I suppose, uh, and so I go, um, I suppose we need to have a discussion, don't we, with uh, Rania. Mm-hmm. Is Bramble in yeah. on this? Is she, is Bramble like?
3: Oh, uh, uh, no, I just own this tea shop. Uh, oh, no, just
4: like before I, like before I say anything.
2: I, I'll, I'll say to Bramble, Bramble, I, I I would love a bit of honey for my tea.
3: Of course, darling. You Ooh, stay yes. there. I'll get it for you. Okay.
2: Thank and, you. And may may I have a coffee, please, Bramble?
3: Of course. What kind of coffee? And she gestures to the board, listing a whole variety. Oh, try Ooh. the
2: cardamom. Car- try the cardamom.
4: I go. I would oh, like, like to try the cardamom, please.
3: Of course, of course. I will bring it right over to you. Okay. Uh, two, <gasps> is- two. Make you. it two, two. Okay. Uh, this is so much more <laughs> fun than being wired. an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she puts away and runs. Sally and just forward. made it look fun,
2: man. Um, I just wasn't. <laughs> Did much. she?
3: She looks like she's
2: nearly (laughs) dead. That was really depressing, (laughs) actually. Uh, (laughs) Rania, I have two questions.
3: Ask away, my friend.
2: Now you opened this discourse by saying I would be safe here. Mm. Running about in the vaults of the Saeed family doesn't seem like the safest place for me.
3: True.
2: What assurance... Have I got for me and my friend's security, if we were to accept
3: uh, she looks down, she says, "I wish I could assure you of anything to be entirely honest most days, I can barely assure my own security. I can source some uh potions for you, perhaps that might help, but beyond that, I have very few resources." I'm alone in this research project.
2: No, no, that's what I thought. So don't tell me come here and be safe when you're sending me on one of the most dangerous things I could possibly do. That's you're what I'm s- saying, okay? Y- you are safe in this tea shop. Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the lobby before you enter a room full of chainsaws. Yeah, you're safe in the lobby, but you're going into a room ah. full of chainsaws.
3: Okay? Ah, chainsaw room. It was a very short-lived... <laughs> uh experience
2: i know no that uh that theme part closed down pretty quickly didn't yes
3: it? wasn't wasn't
4: that one of the stories that they told in a thousand a thousand nights yes, <laughs> yes. the night of a
2: thousand dismemberments yes it
4: was yeah. chapter four she had I a she had
3: a one. rough one that night <laughs> yeah yeah she's feeling um, a bit stressed yeah there's one of the murals depicts the uh the room full of chainsaws
4: <laughs> it's very graphic
3: mm, it's horrible um,
4: I if I'm if I may, of uh and, and Rania. What uh, out of character, what's
3: Rania's surname again? Glass. Uh, Shining, Shining Glass. So she's Sorry. she's a tabaxi, so you know, tabaxi have a variety of names. Um some of them uh, go by uh, a more sort of human-esque names, but there seems to be a tabaxi habit of uh, giving people um uh, almost nicknames or the names of uh, items or experiences. So you remember mm. QSA's tabaxi name, as it were, would be Diamond Paw. Um, mm. and hers is Shining it's Glass. like
2: Native Americans.
3: Oh, that's a fun... I style. hadn't even considered that comparison. Huh. It's just... And so uh, is
4: the honorific, would you say Mr. or Mrs. or Ms. Shining Glass, or any of that, or is that not?
3: Uh, oh, it would was. be Ms. or Mrs., or you could call her just Manadee. It's, like it's like a priest.
4: Sure. Um, Manadee Shining Glass. Uh, now, yes. there comes, unfortunately... So I I am accustomed to a certain lifestyle, or rather, I was until a week ago, and unfortunately, things are. V- Did I, I think I was telling her this at the wedding? Right?
3: Mm-hmm. Or
4: Was it another character that I was ranting about? My parents, yeah. I uh, know oh, you told and my her, yeah. my 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 living situation is a little different. Uh, so there does come to the unfortunate matter of the bill. Now I believe once we have discussed exactly, I believe my friends and I will be able to undertake this incredibly dangerous mission for you. I understand? We are in a unique position in that you know. If things go wrong, what what loss is it if if an outsider is, is captured, you know, it's not gonna affect the foundations of the city in the same way that it would for say you to uh, embark upon this mission. Uh however we I sigh at that. Oh I mean I mean me. I mean my friend, of course, would be missed terribly, but and, and nobody like me, a disgraced former knight, get in the bin, frankly. Who cares? Don't talk uh, however... about yourself like that well no i'm i'm learning to I'm learning to embrace it to be honest it it was a, it was a lot of pain, and I've come through the other side and now it's like, you know what, disgraced former knight, sword for hire, handsome guy in a gold suit.
3: Let me ask you something, Archibald. if I gave you a box that contained a little bit of your goddess in it, what would you do with that box
4: right, which part of the goddess are we talking?
3: Just a little shining spark of her essence and love.
4: Like a lock of hair,
3: are we talking? Just a spark.
4: Okay, I mean... If you were to give me a box containing a sample of my goddess, uh, I i had never considered that would ever cross my path, and I think I would be very overwhelmed, if I'm honest.
3: Would you be careful with it? Yes. Would you look after it?
4: Yes, I believe I would. I, I would probably entrust it to someone more... Less going on adventures than me. But, but I respect I, uh, it. Absolutely. You so kidding? why
3: is it that you disrespect yourself when you are the same well, as that's... that box?
4: So this is the thing. I no longer feel the disrespect that such terms would have engendered when I first heard them. This is what I mean. I'm coming to terms with the fact that I am a former knight. And I did it. I, when I was a knight, I was damn good at it. I did everything I was supposed to do. Uh, he was the best. I was, thank you. I was I was pretty good. And it ended, Monster and through, through no fault of my own, I am no longer that. And so I think the transition period for me is embracing the fact that I am a disgraced former knight, and that's okay. And I, I'm fine with it. I am not fine with it, no. It's causing me great psychological turmoil. But I am moving through the pain as opposed to pretending that everything's fine. I think that's where I'm at. This, this mango and strawberry tea is top draw, by the way.
3: That is an important step to take, but I hope it does not make you think of yourself as anything less just because you are now something different.
4: Now here, and I've just realised this, speaking to you, so thank you, I realised that the system in which I was disgraced was bollocks. Therefore, being disgraced is fine because I did everything right and nothing good happened. I mean, it was, you know, it was fine. I went to parties and had lots of friends and drank stuff. Look, thing is, the system that calls me disgraced is stupid. Therefore, I own it. Yeah, I'm a disgrace in a stupid system, which makes me great. Because I don't like that system. And if it says I'm disgraced, then it can kiss my grits, which is a City of Summer's phrase, which I'm not going to translate. Because I don't actually know what it means.
3: I believe I understand the general implication.
4: So, good. Yeah, you know what? I wear that badge with pride. I'm a disgraced knight, which makes me great.
2: Does that answer your question?
3: It answers different ones. I'm glad. Sure.
2: <laughs> and me too. Uh, At least you are legally permitted within the walls of your city. So, Rania, if we undertook this pretty awesome heist... Would <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, t- I tap you on the leg? I'm like, play it cool, play it cool. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, we don't care, we don't care. But would you, <laughs> would you be in any position to take that parchment that my banishment is imprinted upon and uh, render it invalid?
3: If that is truly what you wish, and if what you Uncover on the Saeeds... Uh, comes out the other side with you being alive as I know you are. Then I will do everything in my power. If this is truly where you want to remain. Not
2: to remain. I want to be able to visit. It's more of, more of a visa situation.
3: Well, then I will do everything in my power to assure that.
2: And do you have that kind of power?
3: <laughs> if all of this works out, yes.
2: Also...
4: I asked you about financial recompense, and you yes. did a, a great story about a goddess in a box. But uh, we need to come yeah, back. I thought to the that was going to be <laughs> the.
2: I thought that was going to be the prize, but
3: no, <laughs> <Yeah>. no, I'm <laughs> afraid I don't have that. And you, what and you I got really
4: do... into my my honor and stuff, and it was very interesting. But uh, I do need to know what kind of. Uh, I got a guy's yeah. got a disgrace, knight's got to eat. <laughs> yes,
3: I never said I couldn't pay you. I just said I could not summon the resources that others might be able to. But I assure you, if you can find what I believe to be in that vault, and to be entirely honest, I don't care what you take from that vault as long as you bring out whatever information you can find. We are not
2: thieves, Zerania.
3: I will be very clear with you. I will be able to provide for you four potions. I will be able to provide for you a endorsement that would be able to get you close to the sayyids I will not be able to pay you financially nor through any great favours I am not that influential if it is what your heart is truly set on Gutayab I will do my best to overturn your order of banishment but that is all
2: yes that I think is number one on the list please I will do my best and I don't know why you are surprised by that this is my home
3: I am not surprised
2: And if children are being harmed for no good reason, I think it's my duty to look into this. And I said I had a second question. Ask away. And my second question is this. These children all went missing for a period. Yes. And were found again. Yes. Was anything changed in them when they were found? Behavior, physical scarring, I don't know.
3: If there was... The only record of any changes uh, is with Rifat. He returned with scarring across his arms, but that has been uh, that has the been explained disease. by red fly fever. Uh, yeah. As for that, not many of them were found for long before they disappeared on a more permanent basis. If there was something different about them, either it was the result of trauma or it was simply simply not noticed.
2: I look at Archie and I just go, do you remember Micah? Of course I do. Something is ringing a bell here. Mm, that's a good point.
4: So is it bearing some yes. eerie similarities with the previous case?
2: and We've had so many... Bloody hell, how many times has this vault been mentioned, man? Aren't you fucking dying to get in there?
4: I whisper back, I mean, yes, obviously, but I want to get paid for it,
2: right? This whole commission
4: thing, or like, oh, if you find something there, you get to keep it. That's bullshit.
2: The city of cats has a way of springing fortune on people. I think we're going to be okay. This is all all connected, man, and let's not forget our main mission here. Who the fuck's trying to kill me? Yeah, that's Why true. have I been banished?
4: Look, we're going to have to go into this vault come hell or high water, I just want to make sure if we're going on an incredibly dangerous mission, at least there are clear stipulations about what we will get paid if we achieve it.
3: She stipulated pretty clearly that she can't pay you, but she will give you potions and do her best to overturn the banishment.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this
3: isn't you genuinely if you want, you can roll insight, but from what you can tell, she is genuinely telling the truth. She looks Oh, I don't
2: but, I don't disbelieve her. No, no. I, I think this is a matter of duty now. It does I, feel like I whisper I, in, in.
4: I whisper in your ear, Katai. I'm just like, Well, hey, there's no, no one saying we can't accept multiple assignments. You know what I'm saying? You know, if anyone else wants us to go and we'll see what Guathas and Sally have come up with. Maybe we say yes to a few people, get a few get a few contracts, a few little Witcher contracts on the go. You know, just That's one That's what I'm one talking job.
2: about, man. That's the spirit. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. This city has opportunity all over the okay, place.
4: OK, I feel like I found the opportunity there, but sure, let's give it to the city. Well done, city.
2: <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to say, OK, Rania, we agree. And sorry for treating you <sighs> like a merchant at the market. Uh, of course. Uh, but uh, let me just give you a warning. Yes, I'm a paladin, but recently it feels like Bast has not been on my side. Why? I I told you I made my oath and she accepted me, but since then, in times when I've really, really needed her, um, she's not been there. I've felt a bit useless,
3: really can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you know why we call it faith? Mm.
2: No. Well, it's just a word, isn't it? Perhaps. Why do we call cheddar cheddar? Why is it called uh, upholstery? You know, is the word just? Does cheddar
3: exist in this world? Yes, of course, delicious cheddar Good to know <laughs> From the cheddar gorge just outside the western woods No Yes, uh... I was
5: just there was that near Western Ho? <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> There are hoes all over the place uh, Ronnie says No, we, I mean Why is it called uphold? Do you know what? I'll figure that out later <laughs> My point is we call it faith because if the influence of the goddess upon us was constant, uh, reliable, uh, in any way predictable, for the first instance, it would remove our ability to choose. Let us say you or I chose to step off this holy path we had chosen in ten years. The damage that working with that amount of influence from such a powerful creature ...would do to our bodies, would do to our minds, it is unthinkable. The reason that there is an element of chance when it comes to faith... ...is partially simply to keep us safe. But it is also because faith is not just a journey to power. It is not just a road between one settlement and another. Faith is about having a certainty within yourself regardless of evidence it is about knowing that the goddess loves you and cares for you and that you are doing the right thing even if you are not rewarded with amazing magical prowess or the ability to swing your sword and cut off the head of a worm faith is faith because it demands an element of trust in the goddess that is why we call it faith
4: I believe what Rania is trying to say is You should have rolled better, Kataya. (laughs) No,
3: what I'm saying is faith requires an element of belief in the goddess. But also, you know, sometimes you roll shittily.
2: (laughs) But also belief in myself.
3: Now you're getting it.
2: I shouldn't just expect her to do all the work for me.
3: She can give you the map, but she cannot walk the road for you. You must walk your road.
2: She can give me the cheese, but she cannot spread the chutney. Yes, exactly. I get it.
3: And she certainly cannot eat it for you.
4: Mm-hmm. And where would be the fun in that, eh? Exactly. Oh my god, it's eating all your cheese! Uh, I will also say, Katayab has generally been a phenomenal uh, asset and ally. Hey, we've all had to, we've all had a couple of bad situations, and he's beating himself up right now. But this is a very much a rarity, my man.
3: There we go. You're normally, you're normally crushing it. The reason they make roads so wide is so we do not have to walk them alone after all.
4: Oh. And you should go and hang out with Grath- with Grath. Yeah, you guys it. would really get on. Oh, these aphorisms.
3: Uh. You see, I am a good priest. <laughs> I'm good at my job.
2: Archie, what do you say we go and uh, practice our fighting skills with uh, our new sparring partner? I thought you'd never ask.
4: And I, jump in the air and freeze frame. Do 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 do
3: do 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 do. Rania steps into the freeze frame and go. So just to clarify, you will do this job.
2: Yes, yes, Rania, we're in.
3: Thank you very much. Okay, please continue. I drop out. Time for Son of a bitch, I'm in.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah,
4: I look at, I look at Rania and go, son of a bitch, I'm in. What, what, what are those potions? Before we start.
3: Uh, she gives you four potions of greater healing that oh, she did them in, the bag. in
4: advance.
0: Yeah,
3: greater
4: four healing. Four potions of greater healing. Yeah. I bet she had like ten in her jacket as well. She's like suckers <laughs> went for four. I hear them clinking <laughs> away, and I'm like, well played, <laughs> well played, Manatee.
3: She pulls off her shawl, oh. and she's just entirely dressed in like <laughs> necklaces of fireballs and archmage's robes. <laughs> Could have had any of this shit. I know and we've spent so long, but I, I
2: have I have one more thing I want to ask Rania. Is that all right, uh, guys? Yeah. Um, I, I, I go, uh, I, I give her a carved mouse, one of my carved mice. Thank you. I go, this is for you. And, um,
3: that is kind. you know,
2: may best it up against your shins and all that shit. May but, she make um, little
3: biscuits <laughs> on your tummy. I,
2: I, uh, I know that a paladin requires a, a symbol. Um, I became a paladin outside of the city and I didn't do the ritual or anything, but, um, and then I pull out the opal mouse that opal from the fairy Lake made into an opal colour for me. And I go, I, I kinda want this to be my holy symbol. Would it work?
3: Um, Best likes mice. Mercy.
2: Yeah. She I takes it, she turns it over. over in
3: her palm. Um and she says, Do you think it would work?
2: Yeah. I really do.
3: <laughs> well then it will work. She does sit back. That's how faith works. It will work if you want it to work. You may have to place it on a a chain or some kind of here. uh, And she is going to reach into her bag and pull out uh, kind of a a long leather thong, kind of a a leather piece of lace. A a leather what, sorry? A (laughs) piece of leather thonging. Okay. Like a long leather leather lace, essentially, like a shoelace. Sure. uh, But better quality. uh, Mm -hmm. And she hands it to you and she says, here. This will work.
2: Okay, I, I wrap it around the mouse, put it around, put, I put this thong around my neck, and uh, I tuck it under my shirt, and I go, Um, it's not because I'm shy, it's a disguise, and I tuck it in. I understand. All right, Archie. Uh,
3: she says, oh, also, before you go, uh, I can highly recommend, if you can, going to see the Gilded Voice and Faisa about this. She's been in too many convenient places too often for her not to be involved.
2: She's the one who wrote of my death. Yes. Is it smart for me to approach her?
3: I don't know. Your choice. Your choice. Right,
4: come on, the other guys haven't got anything to do for ages. Let's go.
3: Golden Snakes Training Academy is constructed around a large central pitch for athletics. Uh, so you can meet outside, or you can choose to go through to the main field.
4: Wait, what did what did uh, you two do with your decision? Did you say yes to the other yeah. person? Yeah. And what did they give much. you? Um, no. Definite.
1: Promises.
3: <laughs> Empty okay. She gave you a
1: letter of recommendation
5: for yes. the science. Yes. Yes.
1: There's the letter of recommendation. Uh, okay experimentation there no. letter recommendation and and uh, promises of oh, money we got
2: offered that as well yeah. she she told us that we could get in with the saeeds too wow.
1: uh, yeah
2: maybe we should meet outside because we don't have to go in there if you guys have better ideas of what to do now as well should let's we meet we, outside. we meet up yeah
3: you can meet there jeremy sat outside
1: and he's eating a peach
2: shall we tell Aww. them everything that happened archie yeah, we tell you everything that happens. Yeah. we we
4: tell does
1: you. Does she? Everything that does your lady? And this is a this is a question that's been burning because I'm not allowed to ask it. Uh, the entire time that you were talking to her, she was like, Ooh, if what's in the vault is what I think is in the vault, what does she think is in the vault? Did she yeah, mention? Yeah, I didn't ask her. Because I've always been ask. like, so what do you think? Because clearly you've got some fucking ideas, don't you?
2: Oh, Sally, I forgot to ask her, man. Um, that was on my mind. Damn. Can I can I tell you what I think? Mm.
4: Can I I tell you what I think? A box with the essence of a goddess? Do you know what I think? I think, much like Christina Aguilera, genie in a bottle, baby.
1: Yeah, it could be a gin.
4: Did just get a big story about a genie getting a a wind being put in a bottle. A gin, it's like an alcoholic beverage. Just it gets you a (laughs) gin of berries.
2: Gin are a Um, thing of myth. They live outside of the city, if at all
4: there's not a yeah, yeah, gin remember that story you told me The it sounded a bit like Vicky was saying but you told me and it was um, a storm put in a bottle sealed up put away yeah, somewhere safe that story. you know
5: what I'm saying you, you, you can't bottle lightning not twice not twice not twice anyway I've uh, the, something I've learnt
2: about stories recently is that they can actually be a load of bullshit
5: <laughs> um, speaking of which shall we carry on with Vicky's part <laughs> Oh, hey. oh oh. Wow,
3: it's weird, Gwethryn, A Just a camel just runs over you and just flattens <laughs> you against oh, look, the Archie,
2: it's carrying loads of sand. Don't you want to talk about that for ah, half an hour?
1: Gwethryn, ah, make ah, a constitution ah, saving throw. Oh, it's a 25. Ha, you fail, no. you fail. <laughs>
5: ha, ha, halfling nimbleness. I can pass through a creature greater size than me. It's ah, a really shit. small
1: camel. <laughs>
5: oh. Ah. Oh, that's how they get through the eye of a needle. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry for uh, time. Uh, I asked about asked about this interesting sand detail and then you lied about it for no reason <laughs> I'm sorry that that took up so much time with your fucking bullshit you could have just said I don't know we've been moving on right now
5: speaking of which let's move on I'm gonna spit the sand out of my mouth and go fucking granulated gra- uh, glass <laughs> yeah
2: so what's going on we've got uh, we've got the Saeed house to investigate we've got the vault of course although that seems like a grand finale to me. Uh, and then there's also the bloody editor of that shit r- i mean you, tabloid don't have to, ride. you don't
1: have to go and see her we can go and see her we will perform the traditional city of summer's morning entrance on the logs. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to yes. we're going to slap the crap Fier- out of her butt Fier- and she will be convinced, like because we've already we've already started the rumour of how we <laughs> grieve. We're going to grieve publicly and expressively. She's going to be super convinced you're super dead. And we'll be, like, <laughs> like yeah. undercover, and we'll ask her how she knows that you're can dead. I,
4: can I just pitch another hypothetical? Yeah. We rock up. She thinks it's just going to be the three of us. And we go, hey, why did you lie about Kataya? And she goes, I didn't. And then he just steps forward, alive. And then we catch her out in her lie and go, why did you say he was dead when he isn't dead? and then we threaten
1: her. I thought that we're trying to keep him being alive a secret, because otherwise people are going to start yeah. stabbing him yeah. again. She,
4: she, as she good might a moment not. as that Find would be, science. I'm not
1: sure it's going to be worth him getting stabbed again.
4: The only way it would be worth it is if we intimidate her into not telling anyone, and she's her bosses are probably scarier yeah. than we are, so no matter how many yeah. butt slaps we do, it's probably not going to work. No. <laughs> no matter how many logs we roll
2: in hmm. on. <laughs> yeah, you could play, if you gave her a reason not
1: yeah but we don't know what her motivations are that's the problem we don't
5: know we don't know what what to
1: offer her or threaten her with clearly she's got a lot going on
5: you know you know what i always say about information
1: oh i know Uh, yeah sorry go on do your information thing no we know we Uh, we could we could we we could given that we know she's dodgy (laughs) we could follow her for a bit
4: Yes. Okay, we could do an assassin's. We Creed could training do like mission. a legitimate
1: detective thing rather than walking around and asking exactly what we want to know. So detectives <laughs> they follow people and then they say something really cryptic to somebody who's standing nearby.
5: how, how
2: how's this for a pitch? Gwatrin, you yeah. go to the Said House and talk to people there and yeah. see what's going on. Sure. Archie and Sally, yes, tail the editor and see what you can garner before making an approach and uh, uh, confronting her if you do. And and then we reconvene and we plan a motherfucking heist. Sure, I'm in. What are you going to do? Go and chill out with Big P? I feel like getting a bit of chicken pract- tonight. Getting a bit of chicken tonight. <laughs> Well I felt like getting a bit
5: of practice in. You um, know what, Katayab? while I'm uh, while I'm casing the joint from the inside, it might be good to have eyes on outside, look at the guard patterns, see if there's any uh, particular weaknesses for entry. Cuz we points. need to sneak ah, you I in. I don't know uh, if there's a high a high point in the city you can look yeah. down on this uh, Said. Good palace. idea. A neighboring building, get higher. I mean, I've never done well, this before, question. just thinking. <laughs> <Question>. <laughs> I love
2: it, Guetherin, yeah.
4: I mean, no questions for Guatherin. It seems completely non-suspicious. Uh, but other question, do, is the side vault, do we know, is it in the side residence or is it in a separate location? Would we know that?
3: Uh, of you would know that most uh, families build their compounds on top of their vault.
2: Cool. Most families build their compounds on top of their vault.
3: Oh, okay, yeah. so cool. So That's what I, so I do. That's
2: so what I do.
3: Wait, hold
4: on. Are you lying? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 no, no, I, I'm not gonna roll, but Archie's gonna be like, "Okay, I think you're telling the truth, but my my faith in
2: you is somewhat shaken." <laughs> uh, it's, no, that's that shit's just common knowledge. It's just how we not do. Not for it. me, not for me, baby.
1: It feels like two people tailing one lady is too many, but one dude going to the Saeeds is too few. I believe we are okay. slightly mismanaged currently, so I feel yeah. like okay. one dude going to the Saeeds um, might be problematic because if he goes. As in, like, if there's two of us, we can walk around the joint. We can have a look at at entry points, and one of us is distracting the other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like mm. that makes more sense yeah. than two conspicuous, mm. conspicuous individuals following one lady wearing a gold suit. Yeah, wearing
5: a golden suit, baby. <laughs> uh, but um, you like you could be multiple individuals, couldn't you, Sally? Yeah. I forgot you were a shapeshifter. Yeah, I forget. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Gosh, shit. God damn it. We have not that's... been taken advantage of that incredible <laughs> yeah, right. skill. Can you do tabaxi? Could you yeah, do tabaxi definitely. now that you've met yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I just love the idea of every time the journalist looks around, it's a different person, but it's always uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: that could be always fun, Always wearing the actually. same clothes.
5: Can
4: you change clothes? I,
1: t- I changed the whole everything, the whole appearance. Oh, so cool. Yeah. yeah,
4: dude, you should you should tail him then. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I've got so a date me, me later
1: and- so that makes sense that I stay in the city You guys
3: also notice that it is like the afternoon it's kind of mid-afternoon now so if you want to do something in the afternoon and then something in the evening so you can all stay together as a party you'd be welcome to do that
4: Why don't me and Big G go to the uh, sides then? Who, sorry, who's Big G? I, I finger trebuchet you and I go, you know who Gwathi boy
2: <laughs> I know, yeah I know I know <laughs> Yeah, but I like the idea of you both going in and maybe one of you can distract while someone else looks around and I'll yeah, I'll keep yeah. the perimeter and walk around the outside. Yeah. I don't think the two, more, or two of us are needed the, outside.
5: The I, more the more I eyes think. on the better.
4: Alright. Well then we're agreed. We put we, we put our hands in the middle. Go team. Milk. Oh, uh go team.
3: Alright. Who is going where?
4: Me me, Gwathrin and Katayb are going to the house, the sides. but but Kataib is going to reconnoiter from a distance. Does that work for you, Sally?
2: Can you fit a bit of snooping in before your date?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's mid-afternoon. My date's not too late. Okay. So,
3: Sally, you make your way over towards the offices of the Gilded Voice. They sit a little bit outside the academic district uh, and they seem to be made of limestone and black basalt in alternating layers, giving their archways and doorways a grand striped pattern. In and out of the doors hurry a constant stream of folks of all shapes and sizes, ages and social classes, and the entranceway is guarded by a half-orcish woman and a tabaxi in masculine clothing, who seem to be in some kind of argument. As you slip closer, you hear the half-orc sigh audibly. She's not going to be impressed like that, Nazir, it's just terrible. No, no, I think I'm getting it. I just need to think of a good simile for her teeth, Gaia. No woman, not even that woman is going to be impressed by similes about teeth. And she is our boss. Uh, do you want to approach, or do you want to quiet and listen?
1: I'll listen for a little while. Okay. I want to know what they're on about.
3: The argument goes on, and it becomes relatively clear. We'll make a, make a perception check to see what does you can perceive.
1: Um, right. Right. What is my perception? Very little. 13, please.
3: 13. Okay, you can uh you basically deduce that this seems to be an argument where Gaia who is the half-orc uh is trying desperately to convince her friend Nazir who is a tabaxi uh that his poetry is very bad and uh the woman that he is trying to woo and impress with it uh will not be impressed by it and also seems to be their boss so it continues on much like that uh and occasionally it it, uh, occasionally it is disrupted by uh, a couple of people coming in and out
1: can I listen to the poetry and see if it resembles uh, our target in any way shape or form <laughs> uh, there's
3: no reading of the poetry um, can
1: I try and sneak a peek at the poetry
3: really uh, yeah, he has it in a, a notebook. Yeah, absolutely roll me a stealth check
1: oh I'm gonna trip into it and be like I must see the poem uh... <laughs> you can walk up and
3: ask what's going on if you'd like what's this face <laughs> i rolled a critical fail <laughs> that's so good that's so good so you walk up and you're like okay i'm gonna be so can sneaky I, right, before
1: before this happens mm-hmm. i have changed shape i've discreetly gone behind somewhere or other on the way mm-hmm. and i have changed shape into a completely random tabaxi i saw on the street lovely you can absolutely do that what kind of tabaxi what do you look like um i am i allowed to be tortoise shell yeah of course you are I'm going to be tortoise shell. Lovely.
3: That's a lovely, a lovely choice for a tabaxi. You uh, trip and fall on your tabaxi face immediately, um, and you hear the two of them immediately go, "Oh shit!" Uh, and Gaia the half orc rushes over. You're near enough to to be clear that you were coming in, um, and she uh, helps you to your feet and she says, "Are you all right?"
1: Yep. All. Good here. Are they talking in a language that I can understand? This is the problem with me imitating any of the locals. This is the problem. They're talking common. They're talking common. This is fine. Okay, fine. I'm like, yep. I just i, I heard your friend was writing a poem, and oh no, no no no, I really enjoy poetry and also. uh, Okay, I'm going to lie like the Dickens. Own a small publishing house. It's very new. That's so but I baldy. am looking for beginner poets to yes. nurture. Yes. Yes. This is so perfect. Yes, roll mm-hmm. a deception mm-hmm. check. I'm going to roll. Okay, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. 22. <laughs>
3: With a twenty-two, Gaia goes, "Oh no!" and Nazir goes, "Oh, well, let me introduce myself." Uh, And he hurries over uh, and he goes, "My name is Nazir Pinkstone, but I was thinking of changing it to like Rose Glimmer or something." No, no, Pinkstone is
5: perfect.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank
3: you.
5: You don't want the the name
3: to. to, You don't want the name
1: to overshadow the poet. I say in a really professional manner.
3: You're so right, you're so right. Uh, what was your name? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. My
1: name is Anna Poetface. Anna Poetface. Oh
2: my god. <gasps>
4: god.
3: Is, is the go.
2: 21, baby. <laughs> wow,
4: there's those, there's those improv skills.
3: Anna Poetface. <laughs> wow, I'm such a big fan. Oh, I thought it was you, but I had to wait. A, anyway, wait, I, so. If you roll a 21, 20.
4: a 21, you just manifest a 22. character that is called Anna Poetface, a 22. No,
3: he's clearly bullshitting to try and get on a good side. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's I like, know. yeah, I love your work. I've, re- I've read it all. Wow. It's, it's, oh, it what is your favorite poem? Oh, that's one you wrote about, um, uh, about uh, the sun.
1: Ah, the Great Glowing Orb of ours. Very good. Great Glowing Orb of ours. One of my ours, favorites. Please.
3: Please give me a few lines from this great grow- glowing Oh, orbabas. surely we can do it together if you know <laughs> it so well. Oh, no, I wouldn't dare speak <laughs> over the, the poetry. History. Oh, well, perhaps what not. What is happening? <laughs> guy's like, it's really okay. It really is okay. I'm, I'm all right. And as it goes, well, look, uh, maybe later... Um, I I know you must get this all the time, and it's really embarrassing because I don't want to be like one of those fans. Um, But I I am actually sort of something of a poet writer, a poem writer myself, and I was wondering whether you know you would be willing to take a look at a little poem of mine.
1: Um, what is the subject matter of your poem?
3: Oh well. Can uh... I just say
1: this person who
4: is pitching themselves as a literary person just said I'm something of a poem writer, yeah. not yeah. the word
1: poet.
5: It made me think of Dan Simpson poem writer instead of Dan poem Simpson. Writer. Writer. Uh, I have definitely been at events that have gone exactly like that.
1: Yeah. Wow. You've uh, met Anna says... Poet Face, right, Dan? That's that's a real lady. I have
5: I ha- I have been I have been Anna Poet Face. <laughs>
1: We've all been Anna, Anna Poet Face right. at one point or another.
3: Someday I'll be Anna Poet Face. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh Nazir looks down and looks kind of uh uh kind of uh sheepish and he says, Well to tell you the truth, I'm in love. Ooh. And I'm writing a poem for her, but I don't know if it's well, I think it's great, uh, but Gaia, my friend, doesn't think it's so good. And Gaia yells over from the door where she has resumed doing her actual job. She yells over Cause it's not that good, Nazir, he goes, I am trying to write from my heart. Sorry, Anna. Not everybody has the poetic te- testament like we do.
1: <laughs> no, no, that guy awful. Um,
3: so, so, do you mind if I read it to you? I
1: That's would love topic? to hear it. Oh, I wow, insist. Okay.
3: Wow. Okay. Okay. No, no pressure. Okay, you can do this. You can do this, sincerely You can do this.
1: Pfizer,
3: Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer seeing you makes my day nicer you're funky and hip and cool like chipped ice your teeth are like and I don't really know what they're like so I just put kind of a blank space and you're lucky like dice are your hair is dark your feet are small you are a gnome you are clever and also (laughs) small again but you and I together could make a good comfortable home and then I did a drawing of her at the bottom and you oh, so I insist cute. to
1: see the drawing and then I look at it for a little bit too long and I go, I wish I could, I could help you with that simile for her teeth but I think I'd need to see her in person for oh, that.
3: Have you never seen her? Oh, she's the most radiant beauty I've ever seen. The sunrise is dwarfed by her. The, the radiance of the moon shamed. There is nothing I want more than to uh, drink wine with her and walk amongst the t- street's
1: is she in
3: yes of course she's oh, always fantastic in. She's so amazing at her job
1: i'm she's maybe i should so conscientious. Just go and chat to her and see if i can help you with that simile about her teeth oh
3: oh yes that would be amazing thank you and gaia goes oh done, oh done," uh and she is going to roll an insight check in uh in contrast to your deception check
1: okay
3: uh uh, make it make a persuasion check to see whether you can convince uh, Gaia that you deserve to come in because of your... Can I make it a status.
1: deception check if I do a good lie? Uh, can yeah, I tell a lie
3: instead? This is lying. Go for it. <sighs> How did you do? 15. Yeah, Gaia rolled a 10. So oh. <laughs> she's like, look, all right, fine. Just come on in. Uh, just like if anyone has any... I mean, you probably know some gossip or fun, something. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Just don't... Look, can you do me a favour? Just don't tell Faisa that he's still harping on about this, right? He wants it to be a surprise.
1: Sure. Not a problem. Not even going to mention that to Faisa.
3: Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, And Nazir kind of loops his arm with yours and says, I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I cannot tell you how excited I am that I am getting help from the Anna poet face. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Anna. Please go ahead. Uh, He... uh, brings you in and takes you to the receptionist, uh, who is this kind of dour faced dwarf who looks up like, yes, uh, and Nazir says, this is the Anna Poet face. And the dwarf goes, good. And he goes, no, no, no. She must see Faisa at once. It's very important. And the dwarf goes, okay, fine. Right up there. Um, And uh, follow me. I'll show you. Uh, and the receptionist stands and leads you up uh, through this uh, fairly tall, uh, very glamorous building. There are all sorts of pu- uh, paintings on the walls and everywhere seems to have this beautiful kind of um, basalt and limestone striped brickwork on it. Uh, you are eventually shown to Pfizer's office on the top floor, Just which s- is...
1: Okay, so No, go ahead. No, no, I had to... No, 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 you do you. If ah. you want to do something
3: before you step into our office...
1: No. You can? I'm not gonna, I'm sure? not okay. gonna. Quick shit. All right, fair enough. Quick shit take a quick shit. <laughs> well no my original plan was quick just quick a hop to the bathroom poo. but with the words just a little poo um and then just change <laughs> into either into gaia because they're not here
3: Ooh. interesting all right yeah the receptionist says sure i'll leave you here uh enjoy and cool. she goes back down to her i'm post. unattended in to a building upstairs. and
1: i can look like whoever i want <laughs> okay mm-hmm. lovely you- who do you want to look like? I'd like to look like the receptionist actually, because she might know uh, what Pfizer is up to that day. I okay, I've got a plan. I think I've got a plan. Uh, I'm gonna. Is, that, is there anybody that I can see in the corridors? Can anyone see me? We're good. Make reception check. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah because then I can just lock the door I'm going to go to the bathroom I'm going to lock the door I'm definitely alone I'm not going to roll a perception check because quite frankly if anybody's in here and they see me change I've got more questions for them than they do for me
3: that's entirely fair
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) I'm going to change into the receptionist okay lovely stuff yeah you can change cool uh,
3: your form to... ripples and changes from this to Baxi uh, form to this uh, very stylish looking dwarven woman she has this kind of sweep of dark hair brought back in kind of a, a long plait um, and she seems to be wearing a very fashionable uh, sort of modern looking linen suit
1: awesome okay i like a linen suit i am going to go and visit Faisan lovely you step out, you see uh,
3: the door to FISA's office is smaller than you'd expect for an average door until you recall that FISA is a gnome. And as you raise your fist to knock on the door, that is where we'll end the session for today.
2: You've been listening to Vicky's World with Vicky Hawley, John Gracie, Sasha Ellen, Dan Simpson and me, Talal Karkuti. Find all our socials in the podcast description and give us a follow. If you're enjoying Vicky's World, please tell your mates. Word of mouth is everything for us. This podcast was edited by me. Thanks to Joe Rumming for the tasty sound mixing and to ACAST for hosting the podcast. And thank you so much to Adam Janotta bazowski for all the amazing music. The theme song is by me and John Gracie. Some of the new Arabic-sounding music is by me also. Let me know what you think. Our logo is by B-Watts and Amber SDF. Guess which one of those is the graffiti artist. Follow Vicky's World RPG on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and most importantly, Twitch, where we stream live every Thursday at 7pm London time. Thank you, and see you next week.
5: Down in